Wasted management, certainly living up to the billing, man. That was some unbelievable television. What an atmosphere. Pandemonium, organized chaos, a lot of spectators, I mean, in shambles. I mean, how many guys did you see passed out on social media or unable to walk this weekend? And hole number 16, dude, that is incredible. That arena-type atmosphere. We had holes in ones. We had beer showers, some celebrity skin from uh, Damon and Higgs. If you're into that kind of thing, we had some drunk blokes, some loose women. My question really is, why does the PGA not try and get this atmosphere and this style at every single tournament, aside from the majors? Because that's really all these guys care about. And a huge event like that, man, looked like a ton of fun, and I was 2,000 miles away. My name is Edge. Thanks so much for joining the program. It is the Bones DK Golfcast. Joining us from Pittsburgh, Bones DK, how you doing tonight, man? Hey, man, feeling great as always. Still riding the energy over the weekend. What an amazing weekend. Odell Beckham Jr. catching the first touchdown pass, as I called on Twitter. Scotty Scheffler finally gets his win. Except 33% of the nation was on him as well. But, hey, it was still fun to celebrate. Cashed a few tickets. I'm still feeling great. You know, Wild Man, with a huge event like that, at the Wasted Management this past weekend. A lot of people probably had some severe post-alcohol depression. How many people just got over hating themselves this afternoon after the debauchery that we saw this past weekend? Are you saying in addition to myself? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I know you were feeling pretty good Super Bowl Sunday. I know Bones DK was feeling pretty good Super Bowl Sunday. Um, What an event though out of the Wasted Management, dude. Field trip next year, right? Yeah, man, I mean, it's... um... I have mixed emotions about it, you know, like it looks like a wild crowd. I'm also looking at myself in the mirror and realizing that the aging process is happening to me. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to get showered with warm Miller light at noon on a Sunday. You know, I'm in. I'm going. I, I'm, I'm devastated. I wasn't there. I wanted to be there, and I feel like they're gonna break. Like I feel like the, it's gonna be a little more tight next year. You know, like I don't think they can have beers flying onto the course every every chip in. Justin Thomas chipped in there. The beers flying on the course. So I, I feel like it's gonna be a little more contained next year. If you As Wild Man will know, also he's thrown many full cans of beer at other people before. We've seen it happen. <laughs> That's how he got his nickname. In fact, the Wild Man. That's but true. I mean, you're you're throwing silver bullets at these guys. You're thinking it's funny. You're trying to toss him a beer. Hey, you made a hole in one. You hit him in the side of the head, and he's out for the rest of the the year. You know, or maybe his career's over. You kill the guy. It it was pretty wild on 16. I mean, they've got to. Hard. I'm not I'm not against the fun. I loved the atmosphere. I loved how they had the noise going and all that, but all the throwing of the bottles, man, that will change. There's I mean, no doubt throwing, about that. If you're throwing like a half full beer bottle, even if it's aluminum, I mean, that that's like throwing a baseball, yeah. especially those guys up at the top. We know, <laughs> you know, we know like you're not getting full toss on it potentially from 20 rows up. So those guys down at the bottom, I'm sure some people took him to the side of the head in the stands, you know? No question about it. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. 
As we said, a lot of people probably less left their mind and body in shambles, though, post-alcohol depression, but none for Scotty Scheffler, Bones DK. He was awesome. First win. We've been preaching this guy on this podcast for so long. You said you were not, not going to bet this guy until he won. How good does it feel to see Scotty finally hoist the trophy in the air, especially at this tournament? It felt good because, you know, there's a lot of people hating on Twitter. Like when he was 12 under, he was four back with a couple holes left. Everyone's like, oh, good night, Scotty, all this stuff. He, and he rose to the occasion. I never gave up on him. I believed. Hashtag believe, right? Bones DK golf. That's it. It feels so good. And in honor of Scotty Scheffler um, winning the tournament, I added him over to my Twitter picture. Yeah. I had Tiger Woods there. And now I'm going to be holding Scotty Scheffler there with my logo. Go to the Twitter and see Scotty Scheffler. I love that guy. We always have. He's been on on, on all our winning tickets, and uh, I think he's going to do well this week, too. So let's go, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, the Twitter page looks great, Bones DK. Got to get this guy on TikTok. We got to teach Bones DK how to use TikTok, guys. We got to get him on there. They love his picks on TikTok also. Wild man, we got the Genesis this week. It's an awesome tournament. Um, it's a Riviera Country Club. It's hosted three majors here, and in fact, it's going to host the Olympics in 2028, it ranks out as the 10th hardest stop on the PGA Tour. 7,300 yards, only three par fives. One of these par fives, wild man, also only 503 yards. So it is like driver <laughs> pitching wedge for a lot of these guys. It's like the old Sunnycroft holes we would play back home here in Golf Guy WV's backyard. Poa Bent Grass, last year, wild man, at this golf tournament, which Max Homa won. We'll talk about the field in a second. Less than 50% of drives hit the fairway. Less than 60% of greens were hit in regulation. It's going to take some accuracy to win this thing. And around the greens got to be big this week also. What can you add to what I just said there about the Genesis? Yeah, you're, you made a lot of great points. Number one is the number one eagle hole on the PGA Tour, the one you just described. So um, expect to see some scoring out of the gates there. And that's a re really a hole that you have to take advantage of. But uh, you're, you're hitting it right on the head, too, man, with the, the, the need to be in the fairway off the tee, particularly because these greens are set up to miss greens. Uh, Tiger Woods is the host here. This tournament became an invitational. It just means it's a smaller field, tougher to get into, bigger prize pools, um, more rewards for winning as far as exemptions and majors and things like that go. So that's why you're seeing the strength uh, of the field at the caliber that it is. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people that call this, you know, sort of that second tier major style along with the players and along with the memorial. So it's set up to be difficult. A uh, lot of runoff into collection areas off the greens. You're going to need a good short game. You're going to need accuracy off the tee. Um, and, and obviously you need irons in any course you play, but we're looking at guys that, you know, are going to, um, going to be able to, 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 to chip, from collection areas um, and and run those six or seven footers in. It's also a, a uh, tournament that favors a right to left ball flight. So a cut for a lefty and a draw for a righty. So we're maybe gonna give edge to guys uh, that have that ball flight if we're in a 50-50 battle in positions there. This field is loaded, Bones DK. Four past winners, including last year's winner and Max Homa, all 10 of the world's top 10 players are in this field, 25 of the top 50. Uh, just about anybody who's anybody that's not named Tiger Woods 
is playing in this golf tournament. So we start at the top, and Wildman just said, iron play is important, and I know how much you love iron play. These top-tier guys, a lot of heavy hitters here. John Rahm, 11,300. This is, I think, uh, has he... John Rahm's been our top golfer in every tournament that he's played in this year. Obviously, he's number one in the world, but by a long shot here, he's 300 clear of the field in this one. John Rahm at 11,300. Cantlay at 11,000. Thomas at 10,700. Morikawa, 10,400. Morikawa doesn't have a great history here. Maybe you guys will touch on that. DJ, 10,200. He is a past winner. So you got six guys here in the five-digit realm, Bones DK. Uh, who are we starting with? Yeah, I mean, you know, these guys deserve to be in this range. Um, you know, DJ's back, Morikawa, all expensive guys. Uh, my favorite guy here, obviously, is Patrick Cantley. I don't know if it's obviously, but it's obviously to me. Um, this guy is just on a different level right now. And if you look over at what he's been doing recently, um, you know, first place, first place, fourth place, ninth, fourth, second. What I'm looking at is accuracy off the tee this week as well, not just iron. So that's a really important stat this week. You can see Cantley is one of the best drivers in the game. Um, if it's a coin flip between Rom and Cantley, I'm sticking with Cantley here. I'm riding his wave. Uh, a good memorial, uh, a good corollary course is the Memorial, and he's a two-time winner there. Um, and, and if you just go over to the Memorial here while I'm talking about it, you can see similar names: Scotty Scheffler, Max Homa, Colin Morikawa. You know, th this is a good corollary course here. So I'm looking at that. I think Patrick Cantley has an amazing chance to win this week. Well, you throw up that fantasy national model, man, and there is nothing but green on the Cantlay screen there. Uh, wow, man, anything you can add to that? What about John Rahm at 11,300? Is it a good play to play the world's number one player when you've got such a strong field? I think there's something happening with Rahm right now. You know, like he, I think he sort of needs to be beaten by some guys to put it all together again. He's He's been a little temperamental out there. And at this course, again, there is a premium on strokes gained around the green and scrambling. So um, you're going to need that. He does not have it right now. Uh, he has not been a great scrambler over the last couple of weeks. That's why you're seeing some results that aren't uh, up to par, maybe, with the number one golfer in the world, despite being okay finishes. Uh, but you need more out of that, especially at that price range. Um, when you're looking down and you're finding, you know, guys like uh, DJ and Shoffley and Rory, at a significant discount from him. So Ron's going to be a pass for me again this week. Obviously he can win anywhere he goes, um, but he's going to be a pass for me there. I'm looking at DJ. I think this is all DJ all the time. Um, courses where there is a, you know, an absolute necessity to play well off the tee. He's one of the first guys I go to. I think when the going gets tough at courses and you need to stripe a driver down the fairway, uh, perhaps more than anybody else, he's the guy I'm putting my chips in on. Um, great finishes here. Obviously, he's won here, <clears throat> coming in off some top tens. And again, I'll just ride his driver all day long. Yeah, he's uh, got a fantastic history here at Riviera, as well as I said, a past winner, one of four in this week's tournament. Nine thousand bucks again. I I'm the analyst, or I'm the I'm the host here, not the analyst. I am. Super interested to see what you guys have to say about this $9,000 field, though, because, boy, I could get comfortable with any one of these guys. You got Shoffley at 99, McElroy at 97, Hovland at 94. Boy, I like 
that price on Victor Hovland. I don't know how it correlates. Let you guys answer that question to this course, but boy, that's a good price for him. Matsuyama at 9-3, Scheffler at 9-2, Cam Smith at 9-1, and then Kepka. 33 to 1 on most books. Boy, he's interesting at 9,000. Pretty good price for a four-time major winner, Bones DK. Who you got in this range? Uh, this is a loaded range, Edge, like you said. Uh, Xander, Rory, Hovland. You know, you got to worry about Hovland with his around the green game. I'm not, I'm not too worried about the missed cut last week. Uh, he can obviously show up with a T5 in his only appearance here. But um, I think the value in this whole range is Hideki Matsuyama again. I've been calling his name. He's a DraftKings machine, man. He gets a lot of eagles, a lot of birdies. And let me tell you something for this. A lot of people were missing putts last week. A lot of seven-footers, five-footers, really, really just killing us, you know, with these short putts. Hideki, 62 for 62 last week, according to PGATour.com, within seven feet or in. So, um, you know. That's Tiger Woods stuff right there. That's Tiger Woods stuff right there, I feel like. Yeah, I mean. I've been noticing it, and I didn't know that stat until I read it on PGATour.com, but a ninth and a fifth here, and 9,300. Give me a break. You know, Hovland's great. He's he's not a master's champion like Hideki Matsuyama in good history, in good form. Wild man, who you got? That's unbelievable. I mean, if that's correct, 62 for 62 is, is pretty insane. Uh, power rankings on PGATour.com. It's something I look at sometimes. Here's the two guys I'm playing in this range. The first one should be no surprise to all of you guys because I feel like I say his name every week. Uh, Shoffley. Um, just love him at difficult courses. You know, when when the score is going to be, let's say, 10 under par or, uh, or lower, um, he's a guy I love. I, I love his short game. Now, he did have an eight-footer to join the playoff last week at the Waste Management and, and kicked it pretty poorly to the right. Uh, but he's just always a guy that I like, the, the, the tougher the course. The other guy, I kind of made my point uh, when I was talking about DJ for this guy in and of himself. Best best driver of the ball on the planet. Best drawer of the ball on the planet. Uh, we talk about Quail Hollow being a corollary course. He's a three-time winner over there. Multiple top fives here. Rory McIlroy. Haven't seen much of him over here in the States. But he's been having solid finishes across other parts of the globe. And, uh, you know, a guy that just seems like at 9,700, you know, is constantly disrespected on DraftKings because he hasn't won a major in a couple of years. But, you know, let's be honest. I mean, he's got the swing everybody mimics. Um, and he can always bring it. You know, and I just mentioned something about Quail Hollow, too, which I'll get into in the 8K range. But that is a corollary course. And he's won three times here. I think I mentioned that. So I, I like Rory uh, to win this event, guys. Bones DK, Scotty Scheffler, just too hung over for you this weekend or what? No, I, I love Scotty, obviously. Just real quick on Rory. I, I, I just pulled up his name. Two Eagles, three Eagles, two Eagles, three Eagles. He's going to make Eagles on that 500-yard <laughs> par five, dude. You can believe that. That's a good pick right there. Uh, yeah, Rory. Now I got to redo my lineup. Great. Um, you know, the other yeah. thing that I will say about Xander is that um, when he has, you know, he's a great iron player. He's great off the tee. His putter is what usually lets him down uh, in the biggest moments so far in his career. Let's get down to this $8,000 range, Bones DK, because again, some really interesting names here. And again, you've got, 
the best players in the world at this tournament, as I just said a moment ago. Anybody who's anybody's playing here. But Spieth at 89, Big Z, 88, Burns at 87, M, 86. How about Bubba? Great history here. I think he's won here, actually. He's he's one of the four winners. 85, Finau at 84. What? Last year's winner, Homa at 83, Adam Scott at 82, Fitzpatrick at 81, and Gooch at 8,000. Damn, I love this. I love this eight this range too, Bones DK. Yeah, I find myself in most DK builds skipping the AK range in most tournaments. This one is gonna be tough to to fade here, man. Like you, you can get a really nice balanced lineup if you skip that top 10k range and get guys six for six into a you know into a lineup this week. Um up top, I have a lot of guys I like down low, but up top, it, it's by far Zalatoris. Now, he is coming off two weeks of COVID uh, recovery, as Wildman brought up earlier. So that is something to look at. But look at this guy's off the tee stats. I mean, there's not even a, a red in here almost. And then you look at his approach. Uh, he's good around the green. He's kind of sucks at putting. But, you know, again, if he makes those putts, like we said last week, that's when you win a tournament. So he's a couple putts away. Like when he missed the putt to win at the Farmers from winning a tournament. And I think he can. He, uh, he yeah. is not a good putter at this stage in his career. Uh, well, let's just I mean, say that. Look at these stats here. I mean, a lot of red, a lot of red here for his putter. So, yeah, it's not. But, you know, um, I still love Big Z this week. I think he can win this tournament for sure. Big Z is one of those guys. It's like mental. He's He misses like gimme putts. You know, like badly, he misses them. He tries to sweep them in. He just, he just doesn't. You know, it's one thing that he that he is lacking in his in his game as a as a young competitor. What about Jerry Bubba Watson, Wild Man? Does he do anything for you this week? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, I, you know, these guys just they get older. You know, they're not they're not Tom Brady. They're not immortal. Um, you know, he does have a, obviously great success here. Uh, he plays courses that favor that right to left ball flight, obviously incredibly well. Uh, three PGA Tour wins on this course, two wins at Augusta that are very similar, uh, you know, right to left courses. So, you know, I, we didn't expect much of him out of it last week at the Phoenix Open where he had good history. And what did he do? He produced. Um, so, sure, I think I think that there's a uh, a case to be made for Watson. It won't be. Um, by me, but uh, I did read this too, guys. Alator's put on like 20 pounds of muscle in the off season, and then lost that, it all when he had COVID two weeks that's ago. True. Right? That's true. That's I mean, true. I mean, I'll tell you this. We're kind of bouncing around here, but James Hahn, who was the flyer of the week last week, who missed the cut, uh, was coming off of COVID. Now, we talked about Quail Hollow, and this is actually, uh, I got this from Pat Mayo, whom I'm sure a lot of you have heard of. Uh, he's the one who brought this up. J.B. Holmes, Max Homa, and James Hahn. So we're talking about Homa here. Have each won this tournament, and they've also each won Quail Hollow. They only have 10 career wins together. So 60% of their wins have been at Quail Hollow or at the Genesis um, at Riviera. So that must mean something. And Homa's looking pretty good. Um, Homa's hometown also. Yeah, this we know he's hometown. a Burbank guy, so so he's a California guy. So I, I think Homa um, could produce here. But here's another guy I like, and, and he might find his way into my lineup. Uh, he's only 8,200, and 
you know, I said Rory's got a picturesque swing. If anybody mimics Rory, it's Adam Scott uh, in terms of like a flawless golf swing. He's won here before too. He's got that issue with the putter, similar to Zalatoris, like the the unorthodox, you know. I mean, I mean, there's been reports that Scott has like five different putters in his trunk when he shows up to each tournament. And whichever one he's not missing three footers with, he takes with him onto the course. But uh, you know, he's a guy that, man, T to Green, where and this is a course where T to Green matters maybe more than putting. Um guy to take a look at. Eight that or the uh, seven thousand dollar range here, and again, one hundred and twenty golfers here this weekend. It, it is a smaller field because it is an invitational, um, so there's a bunch of huge names. But some of these names I'm going to throw out that are sub eight thousand dollars right now: Russell Henley at seventy nine, Kokrak seventy seven, Casey seventy six, Power seventy five, Hogue who's won already this year seventy five, Luke List who's won this year. 74 patrick reed 74 lanto 72 mcneely 72 bazooden hoot 72 i mean geez this tournament's loaded dude this is a tough one to handicap no yeah i mean welcome to the pga tour guys this is the tournaments we've been looking for these 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 tournaments in the beginning are tough i mean you're you're spending 9600 for seamus power instead of 7500 like i've been talking about that's what i meant like two weeks ago I mean, I was like, you know, I love power, but 9,700, that is a big price for him. Now he's finally down at 7,500. And yes, I think Seamus Power is still a great play. The dude was just missing so many putts uh, last week. I mean, he missed five footers, eight footers, 10 footers. His irons are still there and his driver is still really good. So I actually like Seamus Power as a rebound. I think he's at a great price. This is where I feel comfortable playing Seamus Power, not at 9,800. And, you know, Ed, you, you did ma- name a lot of players in this top 7K range, but I'm not going to play any of them. And I'm actually going to go one guy above. I should have brought him up in the 8K range. It's Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matthew Fitzmagic. Uh, this guy is a guy I want to bet on this week. Coming off 23 birdies uh, and at the AT&T, 19 and an eagle. He has really good history here. He's great with the driver. In fact, this is my value play of the week. Matthew Fitzpatrick, um, load him up. Uh, I hope he's not chalk. He could be, but I have no fear in playing this guy. He's going to show up for everybody this week. Before we play the death now for the wild man flyer of the week segment, would you like to add anything to this $7,000 range, wild man? I do. I would. Uh, one guy sticks out like a sore thumb. Patrick Reed, 7,400. I don't know if I've ever seen Patrick Reed sub 8,500. Uh, you know, Memorial, great finishes. Quail Hollow, great finishes. The Masters, great finishes. Here, good finishes. Uh, great right-to-left ball flight. Obviously, that's why he plays well at those at those courses. And he's a grinder, man. If he if he can get that short game working, arguably the best in the world at times. Uh, he's a guy to take a look at. And then right above him, Thomas Peters. Uh, he's a guy we fired up at the Olympics, actually. Um, over in Japan, and he produced. Uh, he's an electrifying player. Uh, he he has himself back up into the top 30 in the world golf ranking. He's got two worldwide wins this, um, in the past couple of events. And he's got a runner-up at this event a few years back. So maybe Peters has found something clicking. Um, and uh, if, if you guys haven't seen this before, you should Google uh, Thomas Peters' hole-in-one challenge. He gets 500 balls to uh, hit a hole-in-one on his favorite course for charity 
Really interesting video. Shows a lot of personality. He's a good dude, uh, the Belgian. Um, and then lastly, I'll say Alex Norin. Uh, it was once eighth in the world golf ranking, guys. Top 10. Did you know that? Swedish guy. Um, had a great finish last week. Made a run at winning the Waste Management. 12th here last year at the Genesis. Uh, he's a guy that has it somewhere in that bag. And maybe he brings it again this week, too. I was not aware that Norin was once <laughs> a top 10 player in the world. Something I was aware of. This past weekend, Wildman sends me a text that says, the flyer of the week is over. The segment is comically bad. That was on Saturday morning. <laughs> you are one for five, I think, maybe on the flyer of the week. I, I'm not even going to. Do you have one queued up? If you want to, we'll give it one more go, but we won't even talk about it next week. You're struggling here. Talk about it. This segment <clears throat> becomes the eulogy next week if this guy misses the gut. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's been rough, but remember, guys, they're flyers, right? They're picking guys under, you know, 6,500 most of the time. I, I got to making this excuses. Out. Just give us the flyer, please. I got to throw this out. Wildman was going to pick Hudson Swafford as the flyer of the week when he <laughs> won and, and coin flipped it and went with the other guy. <laughs> oh, man. And then, two, and then two weeks prior or a week prior to that, I think I, I had Paul Barjon uh, queued up as well. He had the lead after 54 holes, but I went the other direction. Uh, Anyways, this week it's it's a it's a Stanford grad. Uh, Tiger's also a Stanford grad. Got five straight made cuts here. Notably gay. Couple top twenties. Um, we talk about this course being difficult. Two consecutive top twenties at the Memorial. He's three for three at the U.S. Open in made cuts. Uh, Sixty-five hundred. You know he's got the California hairdo sandals in the off season patrick rogers is going to be the flyer of the week at 6500 all right let's cue him up patrick aaron rogers right he, he does look like rogers huh? he does he does look well, i mean he's just got the long hair i don't know if he really has the same facial <laughs> features, need a but... helmet going over his face with the chin strap <laughs> uh wild man's got to get to taco tuesday so we got to wrap this thing up here pretty quickly taco tuesday in tampa's got to be awesome too bunch of margaritas bunch of good fresh toppings or what wild man i mean it's just aces everywhere and we go with the yinzerita where we go corona light into the margarita oh and uh, that's how you really get it going if you, even if you go somewhere that doesn't offer it just get a corona light on the side that's what i do I just what do it. they call the thing that like we got them up in New York when we were up there with Cronesy at, at Texas BBQ. They're like little like ponies. Yeah, but I mean, you get a drink and then they like dump a shot into it. What do they call that shot? Oh yeah, yeah. What is that? The I upgrade or something? A <laughs> yeah. booster? A booster? Or a booster. That's what it is. The booster. It's the COVID nineteen <laughs> booster. That's exactly what it is. Um, do you get a Corona light in there and a booster? No, no, no. Like this place will will give me the Corona light with like the the rubber thing with the seven ounce bottle in it already. Yeah. But if I go to a place that doesn't offer that, I just get a Corona light myself, take a few swigs, then dump the Corona light in. Bones DK, <clears throat> one opinion I need from you on the on the Super Bowl halftime show before we sign off the air. 50 Cent, how long <laughs> was he hanging upside down before he actually started singing, before they drew the carton on him? The curtain. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of people have been talking about this. And man, when he came out, we were like, what's he doing? But imagine if he was there for like five minutes 
and they didn't realize it, and he, and he just and they opened the doors, and he was just like passed <laughs> out on top. You know, he was like. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They're all in their 50s. They probably weren't sure how this was going to go over. And they're like, look, we'll bring Fitty. We'll hang his ass upside down. He'll look like shit. And we'll all look great, no matter how the performance goes over, as long as 50's there. Because he's been thrown under the bus this week, Wildman. But how long do you think? I mean, he had to have been. You try hanging upside down for even 10 seconds, dude. Like, yeah. I don't know how over old a minute. He is. Over a minute. Over a minute had to be. I don't know how old he is, but but I can't imagine he's uh you know, with his fame and fortune and his background, you know, that he was living the healthiest lifestyle up to this point. I don't know. He's ripped. He is ripped and, and he's got he like might be, but that doesn't you know, he's I'm sure he's out partying all the he's still time. Still in his fifties, I think. He's gotta late be right. Nights, you know, late nights, uh uh you know, similar to what I do, to be honest with you. Um, so who, who should be talking, right? Ken is 46. Damn, he's only five years older than me. He looked a lot older than that. He looked a lot older than that. He, he was upside Sunday. down for five minutes. If, if I held there, my head would be like this. You know? Yeah, but here's the better question. Was there anybody watching the telecast that wasn't like, is he upside down? <laughs> is he hanging to the rafters? Yeah, I mean, that was just, that was a crazy way to start the concert. There's no doubt about that. It was a pretty good halftime show. Uh, you know, nothing wrong, nothing right about it. I don't think it was the best ever, but it, I certainly wasn't wasn't offended or or upset by it at all. It was, it was entertaining as hell. There's Any final thought? There was a lot of people. If, if there was one thing, I would say cut it off. It looked like an NFL pregame show out there. How many, how many, think, try, how many people they, are you trying to get on one camera? They know? should have had Ice Cube over Kendrick Lamar, in my opinion. Yeah, you got it. You yep. got it. You got it. it's you know all about demographics right there, but like I said, pretty entertaining halftime show. I I, I wasn't as offended, to, or I, I didn't think it was to the moon either. It was it was entertaining enough for me. Any final thoughts, Bones DK, about the Genesis before we sign off? No, uh, let's get the let's keep the top plays cooking. They are red hot. Four out of six weeks they've had the winners, and I definitely have some uh, flyers to put on there as well in the six K range. I think that there's finally a loaded field. So I think we're getting a great discount on some really good players. So just tune into the top plays tomorrow. Uh, until then, listen to the podcast, share it, like it. We always appreciate it. Yeah, and we're trying to get him on TikTok to share those top plays as well. He's just got to, you know, uh, stop drinking and stop bowling. And and maybe he could he could get something done outside of fantasy golf, bowling, and drinking. Those three things. Wildman. 671 any... series last week. 671. I know. You're a damn good bowler. You are. Any final thoughts, Wildman, about the Genesis? The thing about the 671 is he doesn't remember it. Somebody has to tell him about it. The next day. <laughs> hey, you rolled a 671. Did I? <laughs> the bush oh, there? blowing in the bowling league on Wednesday. Uh, Always. No, we're feeling good, guys. I'm, I'm picking McElroy to win it. Um, probably throwing a bet on him. We we bet Scotty on Sunday morning, six uh, six and a half to one. That was a nice payoff. So, um, probably ride McElroy with the, with those winnings. All right. Well, this is good stuff as always. And uh, as Bones DK said on behalf of the guys, we really do appreciate you guys listening. Keep communicating with us also on social media, Bones DK Golf on Twitter. You can get the TW Man sixty six on Twitter. You can follow me. Twitter. I am on TikTok. I'm just getting the hang of it also, so I don't mean to throw Bones DK into the bus, but check <laughs> us out on uh, Twitter and TikTok. Golf Guy WV. For Wild Man, for Bones DK, my name is Edge. Thank you guys so much for listening. Good luck. Look for that Bones DK golf logo at the top of the leaderboard on DraftKings this week. Thanks for listening, guys. This is a Bones Brothers Media production.